Okay, here we go. Rockin', rollin'. This is it. Episode four. What is this? 451, Joe Larson. Oh, man. No nice round number? No. Who no, was 450? No. Screw br- that person. I know. Joe, uh, Joe, you blew it. You should have been here last week instead of Dan Soder. We could have had 400 and 450. I will say this. Uh, Soder has that perfect uh, radio voice, though. So, you know, if you're going to have a nice round number, it should go to Soder. I mean, it was a good episode. I'm not going to deny Absolutely. That. It it's Soder. He's great. Episode. Yeah. But this was gonna. This one, we have a chance. We to don't know. We, we, we don't know. Who knows? You don't don't say it's gonna be great. But you were here. So, for, you were here for four hundred in January of uh-huh. last year, right when they cut you down to thirty minutes when they stopped <laughs> letting you do a full hour. <laughs> Coming here today, I was like, we're gonna, what, are we gonna do a tight fifteen. <laughs> what are we down to like three to five? <laughs> All right, that, <laughs> that's next year. <laughs> <laughs> you still at thirty? Congratulations! You're holding your holding yourself strong. Next year, I just tweet you a question, and then uh, <laughs> someone at the club here reads it back. <laughs> That's great. That would be perfect. I'd appreciate that. No, here we are. So it's been just over a year. I haven't mm-hmm. quite got, uh, you know, we missed a couple of weeks here and there of the last year. It's well, yeah, because of COVID. Because yep. of COVID. Yep. And, yep. Mm-hmm. But here the we Coco are. We're back. I was So I listened back to when you, uh, to episode 400. Yeah. Well, was Brandon and I were talking about it last week, and he was like, man, Joe came in, and he was just on fire last week, or last year when he did the podcast. Do you remember? He was roasting you at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, I vaguely remember that. And then I listened back to it. I'm like, oh, yeah. There's like five solid minutes of roasting. And you, and then you said, hey, give me a break. I've been locked up with my family so long. Absolutely. I need to get this out. Yeah. And I was the- Because uh, you, you can't roast your children if you want them to be okay with life. You <laughs> you just rip them every day. That's uh, that's how you make strippers. <laughs> so we're back now. We're back. February 2022, episode 451. Mm-hmm. You're now, back on the road. This is the exciting thing about this episode. Is this is the first episode of World War Three? Yeah, We've I mean. Begun. So I, you know, I spend time, you know, prepping for the podcast, and it's hard to not get caught on all of the. Uh, current events going on in the world right now here's what i found amazing i just read that uh it was four days ago right this is before world war three started uh (laughs) that ukrainian parents were uh putting stickers with their child's blood type on them to go to school and all i could think was us americans we are such pussies we cancel school because of snow oh yeah rain and they're like hey there's war coming Ah, get over there. I got shit to do. We train for this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they look at us and they're like, hey, can you help us out? We're like, I don't know. How's the weather? Uh, yeah, we're right. Such pansy asses. Mm-hmm. So we have the we have World War Three. We have the Olympics uh, going on as well. If you had to compete in one Olympic sport, what would it be? Are we talking winter, since that's what we were just having, winter Olympics? Sure, yeah, winter. Narrow to win- winter mm-hmm. Olympics. If you would be good at one, what would it be? And also, if you had to compete in one, what would that be? If I'm going to go with third one. The one that I wish that I was good enough to compete in, because it looks like so much fun, would be snowboarding. Snowboarding. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrible. Terrible? Um, yeah. <laughs> I always it. thought that when I skied a lot, like in my teens and 20s, like yeah. snowboarding was kind of you know gaining popularity at the time. And I always thought, uh, but it was always young people doing it. And I always thought, I'm not going to switch over to snowboarding because I'm not going to be 70 years old and st- 
Like, there's no 70-year-old snowboarders. Where, yeah, no, when, 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 what? you were 20 when that happened. You were like, you were already thinking about when you were 70 snowboarding? Yes. You're, Jesus Christ, you're an old man. But on the flip side, I haven't, uh, I haven't been skiing in like 15 yeah, years. Yeah, of course. Anyway. I was so going to say. I don't even ski anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once, once regular responsibilities hit you, you're like, wait a minute, how much for a lift ticket? Absolutely not. What, I can't. Also, I have a job, that, like a physical, like I need my body and health to make money. Uh, not this job, but other ones that say. I, not this job necessarily, but other ones that I have where if I can't, uh, you know, physically move, it's, uh, I can't injure myself. I can't, I should not put myself in situations to hurt myself. Yeah, that's, a, that's a very old guy thing to say. I know. Isn't that? Yeah. I, oh, I gotta, I, I, I can't have fun because then I might get hurt and then, and then I won't be able to work, which is what I do for fun now. Oh, pros and cons. It's pros terrible. Uh, I always liked the one where they ski and shoot. I always thought that was a fun where they ski and then they shoot something. Makes and they no ski sense that combo. Are you shitting me? It's the greatest combo ever. <laughs> there should be more violence matched with nonviolent sports, right? Okay. I think yeah. I think snowboarding, <laughs> right? Maybe snowboarding. You're not shooting things, right? Because that was skiing took over that one, right? But uh, let's add another violent element to it. I think maybe uh, machete. And when you go up out of the half pipe, you got to like fruit ninja shit. Uh, they can throw they can throw watermelons at you, right? Do a full realistic fruit ninja thing. I like that. Right? Let's add a little element of difficulty. Because at this point, the snowboarding is so incredibly impressive with all of the flips. It's you you don't even realize it. When somebody does it really well and and they lose, it's still a billion times too impressive to even comprehend. Oh yeah, how impressive it is. Absolutely. So throw fruit at them and have them hit it with machetes, because then also you are not gonna not stick that landing. That's true. If you have a sharp blade, two sharp blades in your hand, you are gonna be very concerned about sticking that landing. This is like sort of a uh, Olympic version of that. What is it that? Edward scissor hands thing yeah. or whatever, where they or uh, forty hands, where they do like college Edward, kids yes. tape the forty ounces to their hands. <laughs> See, even better, you nailed it. I think what we do is we give them Wolverine gloves, right? Just three blades coming out of the knuckles, okay? And then so then they don't have to grab it, so they can still grab the board and stuff. Ah, oh, maybe think, some off the top of the helmet, oh, or make the old make like the edge crazy sharp, so I, they could cut it with the edge of the board. I have an even better idea. I don't think so. I, I, I have a worse idea that I just came <laughs> up with. Okay, what is it? I'll, I'll be the judge of that. 70-year-olds with no experience. Just push them on out there. Yeah, that is a worse idea. You're right. <laughs> uh, fucking nailed it. At least you called it. You know what I mean? Uh, at least you called it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're a horrible human being. Just shove 70-year-olds down a hill. Maybe you get a... Do they, do, they don't know There's something that, in it for them. What? What? They're uh, 70. Uh, Do you have to find like homeless 70 year olds and try to break their <laughs> hips? You're a horrible human being. No, no. no wonder they took away half your podcast. <laughs> that's right. Normally, that second half, that last 30, was what we talked about hurting people. <laughs> and now you got to get right to it. And now, now like, I, I don't have a lot of time. First five minutes. Let's get, get right into hurting the elderly. <laughs> uh, after that, <laughs> we're going to go into kicking puppies. Um, that's right. Yep. Baby toss. Mm -hmm. Baby toss. Uh, I need to know. Have you been saying? Are you uh, are you comfortable saying Kiev, Ukraine? Or are you still Kiev? I'm Kiev. You're Kiev. I'm Kiev. Have you been Kiev? No, I heard a little while ago it was Kiev, and I was like, no, it's not. And then I saw how it was spelled, and I was like, oh, it's totally Kiev. Right. Now, now what I've realized though, as I watch this news cycle, is when I watch CNN, MSNBC, or CNBC, 
it's Kiev. And then when I watch Fox, there's just a dude who's not letting it go. It's Kiev. This is fucking America. We call it what the fuck we want to call it. It's hysterical. There was a dude in the field. And like even the even the lady in the office, right? Fox News lady running the whole jam was like in Kiev and Kiev. And he's like, yeah, I'm in Kiev. She's like doing that thing where you like pass when you try to like uh, politely correct someone or something. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. keeps throwing it in there. But I did that once. Not I did the opposite of that. When I was uh, seventeen, I was a lifeguard at a public pool. Uh oh. Uh oh. Fired. Yep. Um. And uh, I, new guys just called me Steve one day, and I was like, Yeah, what's up? And I didn't correct him. And for three months. He'd call me Steve, and I'd just answer him. And then one day, we were at a meeting. And they're like, Joe, do you have something to say? And I'm like, yeah. And I go on, and he comes up to me after. He's like, why'd they call you Joe? And I was like, oh, that's my name. And he goes, you've let me call you Steve for three months? And I was like, absolutely. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he, was, know- he was actually really upset about it. <laughs> yeah. Did he know? Did you know his name? I don't remember it. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call him Steve. Dude. Dude. Dude, I didn't want to tell you you had it wrong the whole time, bro. Mm, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Chief, I didn't want to tell Bella. you you had it wrong. Hey, buddy. Hey, buckaroo. <laughs> that would have been a great mm-hmm. way to go. Hey, hey, Pally. I just, I know. I'm did, terrible with names. Didn't want to correct you. So, like, if that happened right now. If somebody called me in the wrong name. Or, or how about this? The other way where, uh, you know, like somebody at the club here, for example, you haven't seen yeah. in maybe a year or two. And you're like, yeah. I know I know their name. Do you just flat out ask? Or do you just not? Do you hope it comes up? Uh. I, yeah, I'm not nervous about that. Okay. I can I can ask. I can go, hey, I don't remember your name. Uh, and then I'll be like, because I don't uh, care. Uh, and then that usually gets a response, you know? <laughs> uh, it depends on the person, but, uh, you know. You haven't been thinking about me since you've been uh, yeah, gone? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, my, I just spend all year going, oh, man, I can't wait to see Brandon again. <laughs> There's I no Brandon see, here. I, I want to see. You must be making a joke. There's no Brandon here. <laughs> I want to see his. Uh, I want to see his two tight pants and his and his long. Okay, long, there is a Brandon. Yeah, you yeah, got it. yeah, nailed it. <laughs> you got it right. Is it Brandon or is it Brendan? It's Brandon, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, well, All right. Yeah. All right. Then you you had me second guessing myself there. All right. Uh, it's Brandon. Mm-hmm. It's Brandon. Did you see that a skier froze his penis off? Yes, cross country <laughs> skier <laughs> yeah. frozen penis. Yeah. It's not even an exciting sport. Like, he didn't even have fun freezing his dick off. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And, and I was thinking about that. So they have the, uh, I don't I don't know if I saw any of the men wear, maybe I didn't watch any, but like uh, Minnesota had a really, uh, from Afton's Minnesota, Je- Jesse Diggins got a couple uh, medals this year in okay. the cross country. So I watched some of her races and the women were wearing like these sticker patches like over their cheeks. Yeah. I think that's to, I assume, for warmth to cut down wind or something. Well, that was my guess was like, first off... N- now, here's the other thing. I read this is not the first time this has happened. Not necessarily to this guy. Good. Him? You don't get, oh, my God. You don't get two penises. Shame on you. <laughs> or if you do. I mean, that's that's the most masculine thing ever. If you get two penises, do you have four testicles? I don't know. Anyway, uh, it would look like udders at a certain point. I um, <laughs> No, but somebody had already had their, like, that's a thing that can occur in this sport, which begs the question, how aerodynamic do we need to be? Yeah. Here's the other question. This, or statement, this Finnish skier has to be, hands down, uh, the most patriotic man on the planet. He lost his dick for his country. 
I don't know if he won. My wife said, did he win? And I said, I think even if you cross the line first, no. Right. Uh, he <laughs> lost. And, but he, I won't even vote. That's too much. <laughs> and he's going to lose his dick for his country. That's amazing. I am so, this, that's a real man. Well, he was a real man. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I mean, is there a point in the race where he's realizing what is happening and you're just like, push through? I imagine he had to come in first because could you imagine being like fifth and feeling your dick freeze and being like, I'm gonna keep losing this race. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, right. You're, you're in the most pain and you're the slowest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I would bow out at a certain point. You know, it's uh -huh. not worth it. They don't give an extra. I mean, if you didn't finish in the top three, that's unfortunate that you don't. Like, there's no extra award for like, you know, you don't get a purple heart or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there should be a purple the blue heart balls. For the that would be great if they honored the people that just threw it all out there and fucking ate shit. Yeah, I think that'd be a great thing in the Olympics. So uh -huh. they'd, you'd have one podium with the one, two, and three, and then there'd just be wheelchairs for you know the bottom three and. The podium be. has a ramp. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> these people will not be competing in next year's or next the next uh, four years Olympics. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> love it, love it, love What's it. What's the worst it. pain you've ever put yourself through uh, for uh, job, sport, someone else, not for you? Uh oh boy. I you know I I don't know if this I'm just gonna tell you this one because the first thing that popped into my head when I was a little kid. I remember being at this park with my family, and I wanted to hop up and get a drink. I was too short to get a drink of water from this drinking fountain. The The base of it was stone. Okay. And I jumped. Like, I kept trying to jump up to get in. One of the times, I crushed. Not my balls, but my, my dick. Whew. Crushed my dick. And I that was... Look I, at this guy trying I, to brag. He's I, like, even as a kid, I had a big dick. <laughs> I was too guy. short, but I mean that. Trying to brag. <laughs> Never had that problem myself. Went from the dirt to the uh, <laughs> to the top of that stone water faucet. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's got hops and a huge cock. <laughs> uh, good for you. That's, How about you, sir? I don't. I wouldn't. Mm -mm, Nothing. I don't care. No, no. I'm, I'm. I'm getting. I'm very old now. I don't do things that are. Hey, that's not true. I do do things that are dangerous. Uh, I fixed my own roof this year, which was terrifying. Uh, I got a quote for. I've got a clay tile roof. Do you know what those are Spanish tile roofs? Yeah. Right. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Well, and then fucking pain in the ass. They're crazy expensive. Uh, if you ever get the chance. To get, I now I know why Spain is broke as a country because they made these roofs <laughs> and they're really expensive to uh. fix. So, I uh, I got a quote. Uh, it was after Hurricane Ida. My house flooded, and uh, oh. the roof leaked. And so I got this quote for this valley, and just it was just they got to replace the valley and do a little thing around the chimney. And the first quote was ten thousand five hundred dollars. That's not replacing the roof that's just fixing one valley and doing the chimney and the other quote was for uh 975 right nine thousand seven hundred. i sourced some materials for like 300 bucks and i was like that i'm doing it and i climbed up on that roof and here's the thing about those roofs is uh when people replace the tiles unless you redo the whole thing what they do is they just put adhesive material like glue on the new tile and just jam it up there and kind of stick it in so that it won't go anywhere but when a 200 pound man steps on it that tile just kicks right out and then you slant land on the on a three-story roof going fuck oh my god you're and like bambi on ice it was it was the most terrifying uh thing i've ever done now 
here's what's funny. So my neighbor on one side is a rock climber, climbs all over the place, climbed all over the world, super beast. So I was like, hey, man, you got to help me out. Come on up with me. So I go up first. I bolt in a D-ring. I tie myself off. I run him the rope. He goes up. He's terrified up there. He's like my age. He's like, this is not, this is uncomfortable. He's climbed, again, rock faces to hundreds of feet in the air. He's more terrified of being on my roof than any of those situations. My neighbor, who's 76 years old, uh, he's built his own house. He's a real man's man. He starts climbing up and down this ladder and jumping on the roof like it's no big deal at all. And that's when I realized, I see, here's the thing, I've, I fixed my a bunch of things in my own house. I'm a pretty handy guy. I'm pretty strong. I'm all these. I'm all the the things in my generation. I'm considered pretty manly, and I am such a pansy ass compared to my 76 year old neighbor. Compared to grandpa, even at 76, that's how tough the previous generation was, or how not tough our generation is. Mm-hmm. We have so pan. We are just. We are not men at all compared to the previous generation. It is incredible. Yeah. I'd like- Sir, what did you have for breakfast this morning? A bowl of rocks is probably yeah. what he had. What I like about him is he he uh, he eats cereal for dinner. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, hey, Butch, what you eating tonight? Ah, grape nuts. Grape, grape nuts. Well, talk about it's it. Amazing. I think you have to show an ID to buy grape nuts. You okay. have to be like mm-hmm. 70 some years old. You have to have an AARP card. <laughs> you have to be sold grape nuts, mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. far as I know. Yeah, it's easier to get weed in this country than grape nuts at this point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's absolutely true. Hey, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I uh, snuck in and watched some of the show last night. Oh, did you? I did. Oh. Yes. Okay. Excellent show. Thank you. Uh, great People cr- have been giving very good reviews. People are coming up afterwards and saying things like that. Great show. You know, and I'm, I'm not one to brag. Often I don't like to boast about myself, but people are like, that was amazing. You know, some people said that was the greatest thing I've ever said one person said, are you the second coming of Christ? I don't like to really toot my own horn personally, but these are just things that they were. One woman, uh, she she uh, committed suicide afterwards because she said nothing else will compare to that in life. I'm done. I left I mean, her, I didn't, I, again, I left I'm her not trying. I'm not trying to brag about my own show. I would never do that. But, you know, these are things other people were doing. Amazing. Amazing and believable. <laughs> <laughs> Great crowd work last night, I want to tell you, as always. Uh, and you brought up something mm-hmm. that uh, I think you mentioned it briefly. Maybe you had it planned. The vasectomy coming up uh, was a year yeah. ago. I had not had it yet. Yeah, and now you have. Mm-hmm. And I also, here's the other thing. I heard you on a, uh, some, somebody else, Mike, Michael Yo. I heard, yeah. I started listening to you on that podcast a few okay. days ago that you recorded, I don't know, sometime yeah. last summer. And you got to the part of you were going to start describing that. And I turned it off. I was like, I don't want, I don't, <laughs> I want, I want to hear it firsthand. I don't want to hear it. I have my own questions. I don't want to hear. Okay. All right. So let's establish so, yeah. something here. So like if people know that I've heard you on this podcast. Yes. That you have a, uh, a tattoo. A tattoo. Yes. And it's uh, downstairs on the ball sack. It is on my scrotum. It says may contain nuts. Like a warning label. <laughs> <laughs> so we're establishing that for people mm-hmm. who don't already know that. Yes. You have two kids already. I was, and I had two kids when I got that tattoo because again people need to know that this is a very dangerous area <laughs> so between the, so then since then you decided i'm no more kids i'm gonna yes. get a vasectomy got the vasect and you go in and, and a doctor does that or somebody comes in and does that procedure yeah so there's have you had it 
No, it's it's it gets brought up quite a bit by Dude. someone that lives in my house and that isn't me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing that your kids are so excited about you having a second. They shouldn't even care, uh, but they just keep bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, I know it's mm-hmm. so weird. Um, uh, I, I want to know. Yeah. Did you war- did whoever was in that room? Did they get warned of what they were about to see? No. Okay. No. So there's two appointments. There's the preliminary appointment uh, where you go in and they go over the procedure. And that story that I started with last night, which was uh, they hand you a cup and they point you to a bathroom and they don't tell you what goes in the cup, which is a hell of a game of roulette. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just like one cup? Just one cup. Yeah, exactly. I know. What do we, don't separate them. Um, and so uh, I peed in it, uh, which was, turns out, the right answer. I didn't know, you know, because um, uh, I know afterwards you got to not pee in a cup. Yeah. And uh, and then they count it, which I don't know who gets that job, but wow, what a, what a disgusting rain man. Um, <laughs> Excellent vision on yeah, that person, too. Incredible vision. <laughs> I know. Where'd you get LASIK done? Um, Five, yeah. 5,000. 5,001. 5,002. <laughs> Have you ever tried to just get cats to go the same direction? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, the, then he then he sees you, and he the the doctor was a nice guy. He was younger. He was like forty maybe, and he he comes in and he's rambling through this speech like uh, just like he's said it a billion times, and I'm sure he has. Anyway, so this procedure will leave you sterile, and then what we're going to do is we're going to take the vast evidence, and we're going to put a little Novocaine into your scrotum, and then we're going to find the vast evidence, pinch it off on both sides, cut it, cauterize it, and then put it back in, sew it up, do one side, do the other side. It's about 20 minutes, and then what we're going to do is uh, after the, before we do that, at the end of this uh, procedure, or sorry, at the end of this appointment, we're just going to do a physical examination, make sure all the area, everything's fine and prepped and ready to go, and then you'll come back in, in a week, and we'll do it. I go, okay. And he goes, any questions? I said, nope. And he goes, hop up on this table and pull your pants down. And I go, okay. And I pull my pants down. And he starts feeling my vast deference on the side of my uh, scrotum. And uh, this is when he breaks because everything's been not even professional, bored. Just, you know, uh, and he's feeling with both hands uh, the vast deference, which is like this little guy right here. He's doing this with it, rolling Uh it back and forth. And then he goes, is that a tattoo? And I go, yeah, it says uh, may contain nuts like a warning label. And he goes, <laughs> he touched his own face. <laughs> he had gloves on, touching my scrout, and then he goes straight up to his face. And uh, <laughs> and he goes, that's a first. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a first. He goes, you don't get a lot of firsts in here. Yeah. That's a first. I've seen a lot of things. None of them surprised me. That one got me. And I was like, you realize you touched your face. And he goes, ah, shit. That's a first, too. (laughs) No way. Absolutely. And so uh, I pull up my pants and he's like, what? How do you? What? I I have so many questions. And I was like, all right, you can ask questions now, I guess. (laughs) And he goes, did you get that from me? And I was like. No, I didn't. No, no. I know. I was like, you narcissistic twat. You didn't. Was he seeing if it would smudge? Yeah. Like, and I was like, I was like, no, I got it like five years ago. I thought it was funny. And he goes, I, I, what are you, uh, huh. and then he, he's leaving the door and he's like, I wish I could tell somebody about this. And I was like, go ahead. He goes, OSHA rules. I can't tell anybody about this. Yeah, but we know you yeah. guys. So, Your wife will be laughing at this uh, at the dinner table tonight, no doubt. So he does all of his vasectomies on Tuesday, 
or he does them throughout the week before he works. So his office opens at seven thirty. You pop in at seven. He just rips it out. Then he goes about his day. That's how he does it. So he's like, come in a week and a half from whatever. And so it's a Tuesday, and I show up at seven. I walk into the room. The nurse is just um, uh, sit here, and uh, doctor will be in, in a moment. And I'm sitting there waiting, looking around the room, and the door opens, and he comes in. And he goes, "I've been thinking about your nuts all week." <laughs> Nice. You should have brought him like a bag of peanut M and M's uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah, it's reminder. Nice to see you too, you know. <laughs> and uh, and then we did the procedure. The procedure. Uh, so you get two choices. You can either get knocked out or you can. Uh, but if you get knocked out, you got to go to like a, a medical center, and it costs a bunch of fucking more money, and uh, and you have to have somebody drive you, and it's a whole thing, right? Or he's like, we can do it like a cavity, you know, where we just pump you full of Novocaine. And then uh, it's 20 minutes in and out. I was in there at 7. I was done by 7.20 walking out the door. It was incredible. This dude was super fast. Uh, he had a woman timing him. Uh, <laughs> the vasectomy rodeo. And, um, eight seconds. Eight seconds. Uh, so I take down my pants, and it's, it's, we just start chatting. He, had, he goes like this. He goes, actually said, uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, at the appointment before he saw the tattoo, he was like, uh, okay, so if you choose to be awake, then uh, bring some headphones or something so you can be distracted, uh, and you can just listen to music, listen to a podcast, do whatever you want to do while I go about my business. So I did. I brought in headphones, and I, was, I had these headphones in my pockets, and he would not let me listen to whatever I was listening. He just kept talking to me. He had so many questions, and he wanted to know so much. So we're shooting the shit the whole time about me getting the tattoo and about comedy and about life and all, all this stuff and uh he's cutting into me and in yeah he, he put hits you with two things of novocaine and then um uh, and then he goes uh, okay can you feel this and he pinches it and i'm like i don't know i'm good and he goes all right tell me if you can feel the knife which is a pretty alarming statement yeah when it comes maybe to next your... time just say tell me if you can feel the next thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah like let's yeah yeah he was like tell me if you can feel me cutting your scrotum open with a razor blade um and uh and so he, he just makes an incision he's like you good i'm like yeah i mean that's, you know oh it also wasn't I don't know if this is just because the skin is so saggy or if it's because uh, that's how you do it with skin. But he didn't like go like you would like a piece of paper. He went almost like like. a ah, Yeah. Ha, like, ha, ha. like, yeah, uh, it was very well. It, it wasn't like an apple. Like shink. it was like it was he had like scoring something, you know. And then, uh, and then he pulls the vas out and he clamps it on both sides, and that's when you feel it, because was, is there a sound like a bad, like a I don't know. There's a smell and a smoke at a certain point, yeah. but we'll get to that. Okay. So he clamps both sides of the cord, boom, boom, like that, right? Clamps them off, and then how convenient to have that cord. Right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, this is why I can't do cordless mics. Um, <laughs> And so he clamps both sides, and that's when you feel it. This because it feels like you're getting kicked in the nuts a little bit. It not, it's not like you're getting kicked actively in the nuts. Like you got kicked in the nuts about three minutes before, and you can walk now. Mm. But you're like, oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh, and so you feel like that. So it's pretty uncomfortable. And he's like, it's uncomfortable, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just keep, just go faster. And then he um, he snips, and then he takes a cauterizing thing, like a soldering iron. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then he plugs into the wall, and I'm like, you didn't prep that um oh, we could have had that no it was quick. extension it was, cord yeah please. yeah ah shit 
We're out of we're out of solder. I need a new Ryo- Ryobi battery <laughs> yeah. on this thing. I should have gone brand name. <laughs> so uh, no, it was like a laser thing. So he cauterized, yeah. zzz, zzz, and then you see smoke and you smell smoke, Ugh. and uh, and that's part of your body. Ugh. And uh, and then he shoves it back in there and sews you up, and then he hops on the other side, does the same thing to the other side, and then he gives a little Vaseline on the biz. And uh, and then he stuffs your pants basically with gauze like on either side. Sure. And he's like, I hope you don't like these underpants because they're going to be real bloody and uh, <laughs> real stained up. And I'm like, all my underpants look like uh, a squirrel has been in the back of them. So don't stop. Don't worry. Rorschach yeah, test. Exactly. I mean, come on. The blood will just distract from the shit stains. Uh, this is the best thing that's happened. What color does brown and red mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so uh and then he was like you can just lay here and and collect yourself and then nurse will come in and i was like lay there i was like well, what are you doing and then she comes in she's like put your pants on i'm like all right cool and i put my pants on and then i leave and uh and they're like uh and i just drove myself home it was 7 30 in the morning then i started my day and uh I'm well, i might as well get some coffee now i mowed the lawn that day no you know? fuck no you did absolutely didn't. I no 100 percent. no they were like you're gonna need to sit every every dude was like you're gonna need to sit with peas on your crotch yeah. fuck that you don't need to do it. i mowed the lawn i, I did laundry i did other things banged your wife <laughs> yeah 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 that was the one time that year uh <laughs> yeah she decided no, no. I apologize yeah. for using the word bang in your Oh, life. no, trust me. That's okay. what I use, and that's why it's once a year. Uh, <laughs> I go, hey, what up? You want to bang? I live in Jersey now, and that's how we talk. Uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, you go back a week later, and he checks it out, and he feels again with his fingers to make sure that it's still separated. Nothing grew back together. And he's like, uh, and then he goes, um, he goes, uh, you, you, you're still, you could still be potentially potent, virulent, yeah. because uh, those little fellas can hang out in that tube for a while. So mm. three months, he said, three months. Three months. Um, you gotta, you gotta wait three months, and then you can test it. Uh, and he said, you know, after three months, you'll have probably, you know, you still have to wear a condom when you have sex with your wife. And I was like, don't worry about that. Uh, you know. And then, uh, no, he was hilarious. I was like, this procedure is not what's keeping me from having sex this month or year. <laughs> um, and so uh, he goes, uh, you know, and he's like, because uh, you got to, you know, after, but after three months of, you know, ejaculation, you'll, you'll clean those pipes out, sure. essentially. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm on the road. Uh, give me a good weekend. Uh, <laughs> I'll have that done in no time. Yeah. It'll, it'll be like roto rooter. We'll yeah, clean these guys exactly. out real quick. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got all we got everything out of the main, main yeah. pipe there. You know what's hilarious? Just is, clean uh, right to the street. <laughs> uh, people watch this pod, these podcasts with me and you, and they're probably like, wow, he's probably a filthy comedian. I do cruise ships and corporate gigs. I've done churches and synagogues. <laughs> So, oh, it's, yes, and it's funny that you say that because I actually I listened to you on another podcast. I don't remember the guy's name. I wasn't familiar with him. He's, mm-hmm. he's gay and a comedian. Okay, and he was saying like he just kept saying over and over again like how you're uh, you're clean, you're clean. Oh, you're Adam clean. Sank. Yes. That's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I did. And yeah. then when you told him about the balls, and he, oh, yeah. he was like, what? Yeah. I wish there was. I don't know if there was video. I was just listening to it. Like, I would have loved to see his reaction because oh. it was. It's Adam's, you could hear the jaw hitting yes. the floor. Adam Sank show. It's a it's a fascinating. Yeah, it's fun to go on a show where like half the time it's gay porn stars that he talks to, and then uh, me, dad of two, goes on. And he's like. 
hold on, you what? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, he was saying things like, of everyone I know, you're the last. Well, that was the problem. I thought when I did the tattoo, I was like, this will be funny. I'll be able to talk about it on stage. And then people see me and they're like, they just don't believe me. They're like, you're making that up for comedy and now it's not funny. And I'm like, well, I, I wish I was making it up. I would. I love that so much. Actually, I don't wish. I love, I love that tattoo. I have 10 tattoos. That's the one I like the best. You have 10? Yeah. What? Well, how, when's the last time you got one? That was the last one because, I mean, once you climb Everest... Uh, yeah. you know, like, what are you gonna get a more badass tattoo? Uh, <laughs> Come on, you've thought you've thought about what could top this. I know you've at least okay. Thought about yeah, it. I would get one on my dick. It said the if you can read this, then the bitch fell off, uh, like the biker thing. But um, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't have. Uh, I don't have enough canvas. We'll say. <laughs> 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 if you, it'd be like if you can read this, you have really good magnifying glasses. Have you seen those? Uh, <laughs> those uh, I don't know what um, they they do art like on a uh, a grain of rice. There we go. And you like you have to see it through a magnifying wow. glass. Last one, you I busted your balls, and you were like, "Listen, I'm gonna talk, call this guy a grain of rice sized dickless motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus! He comes out swinging. Did I tell you how funny you were last night? Because <laughs> I'm not just saying that. You're we had funny. fun last. Hey, night. Hey, I want to talk about uh, I want one other thing that I saw that you did. Okay. Um, you went to Dubai. Yes. So Dubai. Yesterday, Dubai. I, uh, it was. What did you I hear you say? It was ten below when you got here. Yeah. Yeah. I checked the weather. It's seventy. It's like three in the morning right now. Yeah. Well, as we're recording this in Dubai, and it's seventy degrees. I went there in. Uh, July, which is, uh, apparently, I don't know how to pick dates. Minnesota summer, Dubai winter. That would be how you do it, not the reverse. Um, it was hotter than the face of the sun. And uh, it's a, it was a really incredible experience. I'd never been. Um, and so beforehand, I'm, I'm reading things about Dubai. It's a Muslim country. Uh, don't even try to bring drugs in. They'll kill you immediately. Um, uh, no booze. It's Muslim country. Do not touch a woman that you don't know. Do not try to kiss any woman. You will be uh, put in jail. Uh, you, if you're even dating a woman, you can't stay in the same hotel room. You got to get different hotel rooms. These were your wife's these are, rules. These are these are the things. <laughs> yes, exactly. These are my wife's rules. And then Dubai had even stricter ones. And um, and uh, and no pork, of course, because it's a Muslim sure. country. So I get there. And uh, I'm a little anxious, and I'm like, what can I say on stage? And they're like, you can say whatever you want on stage. Honestly, no one's here that's from the government, and if there was, we'd know, and so don't worry about it. You can, you can, you can criticize the country. You can criticize the king. It's okay. Okay, all right. After the show gets over, uh, the producer goes, uh, hey, you want to go grab a drink in the bar? And I'm like, I thought there's no, there's no booze in Dubai. It's a Muslim country. And she's like, no, there's bars in every hotel. And I was like, what, really? And she goes, yeah, come on down, but watch out. This one's full of hookers. I'm like, what? Just hookers everywhere, everywhere. Just full of, I've never, and, and blatant, blatant. We were, my buddy Peter, who's a, uh, uh, side note, Peter, when I met him, <laughs> 
he's from Poland. He's a comic in Poland. And uh, I was like, uh, he was asking me about the New York scene. And I was like, what's it like doing comedy in Poland? And he goes, well, I'm, uh, I'm famous in Poland. And I was like, that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I was like, you got to get that on a T-shirt. Uh, so his name is <laughs> Piotr Szumowski. And he has, a, he has a YouTube special that has like 10 million views. And Poland only has like 6 million people. So he's very famous. Um, but so Peter and I are walking down the street at like uh, 1 a.m. to get uh, kebabs. And this woman walking next to us just goes, I'll fuck both of you for 100 bucks. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Right, well, like, so it's so out in the open. It's really wild. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Here's the one thing I could not find. Bacon. There was not pork product at all. That's the one thing <laughs> they're holding strictly to. You didn't yeah. meet the right person. It, good luck getting bacon. Are you kidding me? They're going to be like, all right, you got to go three levels down below this building. Uh, six passwords. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you need to kill someone and then See, we'll Bacon don't make money. That's the thing. Oh, oh. Of course. Sex and drugs make money. Of course. Yeah. So, because it's, it's, uh, and Ali actually said this. He goes, it's Halal Vegas, which is uh, <laughs> uh, a fantastic, a fantastic line. Ali Sultan, very funny. Uh, so, when I went there, I was like, eh, it's Halal, and it is, it's Halal Vegas. And it's wild. Uh, it's also one of the safest places you'll ever be. I was asking about crime, you know, like, do we have to be nervous about anything? And uh, the woman who's uh, one of the producers, Gail, fantastic woman. She's British originally. She's lived there for 25 years. Um, she was like, oh, no, no, I could leave this purse right out here on the sidewalk with all of my money and credit cards in it and come back tomorrow, and it would be right there with all of my money and credit cards in it. Because if you do anything, they chop your fucking arm off yeah. or they kill you right there or they ship you back to your country. So that's basically how it works is if you're poor, they'll just murder you. And uh, if you're from a rich country, they'll ship you off immediately. So Jesus. if you want to go to Dubai, buy a one-way ticket. <laughs> uh, how long were you there and what, were type of play, how, what type of places were you performing? Ten days. I was there for ten days. And... Um, uh, it was mostly whorehouses. Uh, no, it was... Um, That's all there is. Yeah, well, it was hotels. So hotels in Dubai are like the international waters of Dubai. You can do whatever you want there. You can serve drinks. You can, uh, you know, hookers. You can. It's all, it's crazy. So hmm. uh, so that's where comedy occurs. So anything fun in Dubai happens in a hotel. That's why there's a billion hotels in Dubai. Okay. That's where they can sell booze and all that stuff. Um, and so it was just in these like hotel sort of conference rooms they'd set up for comedy so each month they bring in three comics from around the world and they have the a little showcase run and they're bringing me back in february of next year uh i requested the comics i'm gonna work with one of them's david crow we're gonna work oh. together oh, and, that's Ma awesome. and megan hanley the very funny megan hanley we're gonna work there but um they just set up another show in iraq in is Ibril, Iraq, I think is what it's called. It's supposedly the oldest city in the world. Okay. Uh, so we'll be performing there, uh, which I've performed on cruise ships, so I'm ready for old. Um, <laughs> you know. How old you got? Yeah, how old you got? <laughs> I am. <have>, absolutely. <laughs> Moses, is that you? <laughs> but it was, uh, Dubai was a very cool experience. Um uh yeah it's it's wild how westernized it is it it, do, it, it was not a cultural experience yeah. <laughs> until we went out and again peter's famous in poland so somebody found out that he was there and he's like hey dude i'm a tour guide from poland who books stuff in dubai for polish people i gotcha 
just meet somebody here at this one place. And he's like, can Joe come? Absolutely. So these guys took us out and we went for uh, like the dune buggy driving through the desert over these sand dunes. And wow. it was crazy because you'd on top of the dunes, you'd have this like, eh, and then you go down in the middle and the sound reverberates off of them. So it sounds like helicopters over your head and then you pop back up and it's like the ocean. These, It's like uh, like if you, like deadliest catch. You're coming in and out of these rollers. Yeah. And we had a guide, thank God, because you get five minutes away from you where you left. You don't know where you're going. Oh, sure. Everywhere, every direction looks it the same. It looks exactly the same. Yeah. yeah, it's like the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And uh, you got a little four-wheeler um and then we uh we went sand dune surfing where you hop you get a a snowboard and you surf down the sand dunes which uh sounds better than it is it's it's exhausting climbing back up um and then we went uh and then oh they they let the tires uh, the air out of the tires they were driving back in these uh land rovers and they pull off to the side of the road, and they start letting air out of the tires. I was like, all right, here was where we get murdered. No, no, this is like a – because, again, we didn't know what we were doing. So we just met a dude and was like, okay, great. And um, uh, and so we took off with him. Yeah. Kind of terrifying. And then he just pulls off the road, and he starts driving this forerunner uh, or this, this Land Rover over these huge dunes. And he jumped it like four or five times. We caught air. And – I thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and Peter almost vomited like 15 times, <laughs> and it was so much fun to watch him. But uh, it was a super fun experience. I mean, what a what a wild country! And you get to go back. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It was great. So it was the the crowds are very international. Uh, Dubai has only 10 percent of the population from Dubai, or in Dubai is from Dubai, or I'm sorry, is from the UAE. So the country is 90 percent expatriates. Okay. So it's people from. Cleveland and Egypt and Russia and it's it's a very international show so it's it's really like doing shows in Times Square so where because that's where all the tourists are so yeah it's uh when the other comics would go up they didn't really know how to get everybody on the same page so they'd hit they'd miss they'd hit they'd miss and I was like oh, I've done this before it's just smacking them around it's you know it's digging into the audience and getting them all on the same page and playing with them and messing with them and then once you got them on the same page then you can take them on your ride um, so it was a really I, I had a great time my shows were super fun oh that's so you awesome know. yeah that is so awesome yep uh, all right let's put a bow on this thing I'm gonna bring up one more thing and we're gonna okay. hit the road here did you catch whose birthday it is today? Uh, deceased, by the way, but it's someone's birthday. Mitch Hedberg. Yes. You nailed it. Yes. Did you ever know Mitch? Uh, the first time I ever saw porn was at Mitch Hedberg's apartment when he lived with Chard Hogan in Seattle. The first time you saw porn? Yes. Really? My father was a comedian, yeah. as oh, you yeah. know, and we've talked about it, I believe, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. He worked here. Yep. My school, uh, my dad was going uh, on a road gig. He was bringing Mitch to open for him. And so my, the, way it worked, the way it happened to work was he left our house. Uh, he dropped by my school. Mitch picked up Mitch, dropped me off, and then went on the road gig. And so Mitch, of course, was not ready. Uh, what's funny is Chard Hogan, his roommate's like a, he was like a Christian comic almost. Uh, and so Chard lets this in and I'm just sitting on the couch and on the coffee table is a playboy. And I was just like, what the? F-? And uh, just just seeing that cover like, oh, my God. And then Mitch, hey, I'm ready to go. OK, cool. And we all hopped in the car and took off. So, uh, yeah, 
I met Mitch once. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Yep. Didn't see that one. <laughs> Full coming. of surprises. Well, what's your favorite Mitch joke? Well, that's the thing. Should we close on one? Yeah, well, I printed some out. Oh, you printed, I mean, I printed them? I printed some out. I, I screenshot them. Pardon okay. Me on my phone here. I, yes. The uh, modern day printing. You know what? I, I actually did print some stuff out today for the podcast, and I ran out of paper, and my wife is uh, upset with me today, and she has the paper. She's working from home, and there's paper in her office. I didn't want to have to deal with her being upset with me to ask for a couple <laughs> more sheets of paper, so I took old pieces a la Acme's office and I printed on the backside. That one's for you, Brandon. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's great. Anyway, uh, but these are screenshots. <laughs> Uh, here's one that I'm looking at right away here. I'll okay. hand this over to you if you'd like. Uh, no. I haven't slept for 10 days. That'd be way too long. There you go. How about this? You, you give me the setup. I'll give you the punchline. Perfect. Every book is a children's book. Ooh, I don't know this one. If the kid, if the kid, if can, the kid read. can read. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. The depressing thing about tennis is that no matter how good I get. I'll never be as good as a wall. Love it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this shirt is dry clean only, which means, uh, yeah, it's unwashed. It's Nicely dirty. done. It's mm -hmm. dirty. Yeah. Very good. Which means it's dirty. Yeah. All right. We'll do two more. Here. Okay. Uh, I wish I could play little league now. Uh, I'd kick the, I'd, I'd be, I'd kick crap out of those kids. I'd be, be way better, be than, way better than I was before. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, oh, we'll do a couple. A severed foot is? an ultimate, The ultimate stocking stuffer. Boom! Yes. <laughs> Perfect. We'll end there. Well, here we go. I'm going to finish with this one. Yes. Uh, you can't please all the people all the time. And last night, all those people were at my show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> Joe.